the moment that you've all been waiting for. From just north of the border, he's the hombre with no nombre. Mi hermano from another mamo. He's the Muay Thai Tiger. El numero uno. That's right. You're listening to one of the three hogsmen. Deb not here. Big Duke said he'll be here next week. But uh, you're listening to the Hogs and Podcast. I am El Numero Uno, Mike Camden, joined by NPA. That stands for Not Producer Adam. What up, Adam? What's up? How's everybody doing? Hanging out. We got uh, somebody sitting in today. We're changing it up a little. It's been a few weeks since we've had somebody sit in with us, Adam. That's true. So, uh, yeah, man. Big big weekend for this guy coming up. He's going he's gonna to be probably stressing. Maybe... Uh, Maybe pulling some hair out. He ain't got much up there. It's buzzed, but he might he might be pulling it out. I don't know. But uh, we're joined by uh, Norris, a.k.a. Bones. Thank you for having me. What up, Bones? What up, what up? Super pumped up for this weekend. Super excited. We Thank you for a, having me. We got a big weekend coming up. but uh, Blast off. Let's talk about uh, this past weekend. I uh, didn't do much, but I came to the conclusion, right? My uh, My wife's like, it was like Friday night. She's like, uh, let's watch a movie. So we put on the Netflix. You know, we had a whole bunch of movies to uh, to pick from. Guess what I picked, everybody? Guess what I picked? All right. Enough of the guesses. Picked Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, hell yeah. It's on there. I, I, I was just like, I, I want to watch Beverly Hills Cop. I want to watch an old comedy, you know, like that brings you back to my childhood, right? Yep. And that, that's what happens when I watch those movies. And then Saturday night, guess what I watched? Part two. Negative. Major League. Oh, okay. A classic. Great choice. But that you know, I'm just like, I watched two very old movies, probably what, 25-year-old movies over like trying to find something new. Because uh, man, times were better back then. Yeah. Simpler times. Simpler times back then. But uh I loved it, man. Love those movies. That's why you rewatch stuff, you know? Exactly. People rewatch the office over and over again because it's their comfort level. Exactly. Like. Exactly. Yeah, pretty much on Netflix, I just watch uh, whatever whatever I always watch. Inception, Total Recall, Great Training movies. Day. I think those like I watch those every night. It's one of those three, pretty much. Great movies. Um, Bones, you had a busy weekend. You were out in uh, Vegas. Am I correct on that? Yeah. Yeah. We're what checking were you, out the what, scene. what were you doing out there, man? Uh, we were out over at uh, Versus Pro Wrestling Studios. Shout out to Wes, everyone over there. Uh, we were doing the lights. You know, our light guy was out there doing lights. I was just checking in with everyone. They also had a show on Saturday as well, too. Saw uh, that. So I saw some wrestling action out at the mall. Cool, man. You've been uh, spending a lot of time out in Vegas. Yeah. Been yeah. out there trying to mo- just moving and shaking, dog. Looks yeah. like you're trying to move, 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 uh, move and shake. Definitely, definitely trying some things. Um, we had a good, you know, first time around. It was tough, but we had a good reception. People want us back, and you know, um, we're, we're we're excited to get back there. And you know, we we constantly reach out to everyone that's out there in the area and uh, try to make sure that we're doing it the right way. I know the last time we did a show, half the show were, were Vegas people. So, you know, we're, we're doing it the right way. We're not making anybody really mad about going in there, but we're excited to go in there again. That's cool, man. It's, it's a, it's a good move to, you know, kind of have multiple locations. Like and what I mean is like cities to run shows at, right? So San Diego, you're lot, you, you got it locked down here, you know, no problem. We got a school, we got, you know, everything, that we need here, but it's also good to, Hey man, if you want to run in, in Vegas, you got the hook up there and support, I guess you could say. Right. And that's what a lot of those versus guys are helping you out with is, Hey man, if you want to come around out here, we got your back. We'll help you out. Am I correct on that? 
No, definitely. They've been very supportive of us being in Vegas. You know, the the Kush Talk Show last year in September. Um, People didn't know that the the ring, there wasn't any wrestling allowed. Actually, it's Sahara Event Center. We had the event, and then they told us no rings allowed at the Sahara Event Center. But I didn't want to cancel the event, and and Wes and and his team was very supportive of making sure that we we didn't cancel on the guys, that we delivered our end, and we definitely delivered a great show, I thought. Excellent, man. I got a question for you because you got a lot of you got a lot of stuff going on. All right. So now is full spectrum. Is that like the umbrella for everything? Like as far as Canna Pro. Uh, I'm going to botch this name again. Dulce de Lucha. I've been trying to say it correctly too. Dulce de Lucha. There you go. Now is, is full spectrum kind of the umbrella or, you know, how, how is this set up? Because, you know, you've got your full spectrum. You've got Canna Pro. You've got. Say it for me. Dulce de Lucha. There you go. We got the level up pro wrestling school. So now is 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 full spectrum kind of the umbrella? Exactly. That's it on the head. Actually, full spectrum has a LLC behind it. We are a licensed company um, trying to do things the right way. Um, We definitely want to do it the right way on paper and and out full transparency of what we're doing. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, because I've uh, I've noticed that I'm like, okay, full spectrum and then. I noticed all the promotions and I'm like, I want to, I just wanted to, you know, figure right. out, right. you know, that kind of stuff. And it was really cool over the weekend on, on the drive back from Vegas, we were listening to, you know, a comedian show and he was talking about, you know, he was a Latino comedian and he was always trying to shake that Latino stereotype or that label. And, you know, even with the can of pro was our first, you know, our first punch. And we were always labeled as a, as a weed promotion, a gimmick promotion and, and full spectrum is supposed to embody everything. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we, we have a lot of plans on what we want to do. We want everybody on board and what we do. We, you know, full spectrum is supposed to be everything underneath the rainbow. So not just weed, not just combat sports, but who knows what's next. We have ideas on what's next, but we don't want to spill the beans just yet. Yeah. We've, uh, I mean, so Canapro, obviously, Canna stands for cannabis. Am I correct on that? Right. And so there is kind of uh, maybe a, a thought that, you know, it's it's all about marijuana use and all that kind of stuff at these shows when it's really not. So you got some sponsorships, right, from uh, marijuana dispensaries and other kind of uh, marijuana brands, you know, anything like around that. But you, you come to the show, it's a wrestling show. It's right. not like you're pitching weed down people's, you know, throats. It's it's a wrestling show, but it's it's sponsored by, you know, marijuana companies or any kind of, you know, products that, that any mini, uh, marijuana company has. But uh, feel free to come to the shows even if you don't use cannabis. Right. Because it, we're we're a wrestling show. That's it. Exactly. You know, um, there's a hundred percent right on the head. We we're a wrestling show first. Um, the weed, the, the sponsorship. I don't mean no people know, but on Instagram, social media, you're not allowed to promote cannabis through through social media. So it's kind of weird. There's a lot of rules, and but that alcohol is allowed to do one thing, but cannabis isn't. Um, so cannabis actually gets the term is called shadow ban, and your accounts get deleted. Uh, when you promote cannabis so through wrestling we're actually trying to give a new platform to promote cannabis brands that way you're not getting shadow banned you're not getting deleted you're kind of going underneath as a wrestling promotion and um you know we got a million views on TikTok last year we wish we could have shared that with the cannabis brand or any brand really because full spectrum again we're gonna we're, we can do the, the dulce de lucha which is a family-friendly promotion and with family friendly, you can involve alcohol, you know, so again, again the standards with cannabis is kind of, but at the same time, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just playing the game and I'm excited to play the game. Yeah. That is interesting. I didn't know that they kind of shadow ban the, any kind of marijuana promotion or anything like that. Well, I mean, it, I found out that there's a lot of things that Instagram will delete for, I guess, if you do a more than 150 actions, you can get flagged. What is that? So, what, uh, what's a action? Action means liking, commenting, uh, DMing someone. 
Um, so they'll, it's a cumulative. If you do 150 actions consistently, they will flag and delete your account. So even if you get like a, a big profile and you're liking everyone's comments, it, it may change once you're verified. But, you know, for an unverified account, you get 150 actions. You start messing with that. You start getting, you know, is this guy, what is this guy doing? Yeah. Um, and then they also don't want you to condone sales like off, off Instagram. I think they want Instagram to keep you on Instagram. So that's why it's important to kind of tag other profiles and keep people in that link and those websites within that link of Instagram. Okay. So. Uh, funny side story with Instagram that happened to me yesterday or two days ago. So this kid, he uh, he requests he he requested a DM or like a message of through Instagram, um, like and this is this is what he says. This is so funny. This is so funny. Uh, he, I looked at it. He, the kid's from somewhere in the Middle East, and he uh, he hits me up saying like, "Hello, sir. I'm one of your biggest fans in the world." And then I you know I hadn't replied. I don't know what time this is, but he hits me up again and goes, "Sir, can you please give me a reply?" So I'm like. All right, man. Look at this kid's profile. He just seems like a you know younger, like kind of teenage kid over in the Middle East somewhere. And I just wrote like, "Hello, and thank you for the support." Right? That's my reply. So here's where it gets funny, right? <laughs> I feel I, I feel so used. So he uh, he writes back. He goes, uh, uh, "I think yeah, sir." And like, there's a few hearts, which is weird. But uh, then he, he hits me up again, and he goes, "Sir, how do you know Dominic?" He's talking about Dominic Mysterio, right? And then he hits me up later because I didn't reply to it. And then he hits me up later and goes, sir, can you please tell Dominic, sir, to please reply me? Hi. That's what that's, you know. And I just am like, I, I feel used. Yeah, like he did all that to just, get the Dom. He's using me to get the Dom. So I, so I, screen, I screenshotted this and sent it to Dom and I wrote, I feel used. And Dom started, he laughed. Dude, their their profiles are ridiculous. On Facebook, it's just please comment, please reply. I mean, yeah. I, I had to look at every Facebook, Instagram. That's I'm just a stalker on everyone's. Sorry, I got to be this. Just try to understand uh, all the aspects of every business and every opportunity. And it's just there are so many people that are just looking for some kind of acknowledgement. And that's what's so great about wrestling. You know? If this kid is coming through me to get a reply from Dominic, I can only imagine the message Dominic. Right. <laughs> I can only imagine. Yeah. Interesting. Uh. Okay, so how how you how'd you get into this wrestling thing? I got a question. That's a good question. How the hell did you get into this wrestling thing? Because did you did you ever get in the ring and, and train? Yes, uh, my first stint was actually two thousand one at CCW. Okay, and uh, I trained there for about two months, <laughs> and then the school went out of business. Yeah, um, I was training yeah, in the backyard um, there in, in Vista, and I was driving from Alpine to Vista every day for that for the two months there. And then the, it's kind of interesting because all full circle. Um, the first show that I worked with them while I was doing security, Conan was the first flying. Oh no uh, shit! And then and B Boy was there too as well. So it was it was really interesting. That was like my first time uh, in, in pro wrestling. But I got I got into it because I went to a WWF show. I went outside after the show. The flyer on the window saying, "Do you want to be a WWF wrestler?" And then my dad called. I was still 16 at the time. My dad called for me. <laughs> I like how it says that. Do you want to be a WWF? It's that simple. It's that simple, yeah. right? Or maybe it's, maybe I said, "Do you dream to be a professional wrestler?" But uh, my dad called for me and I said, hey, how did it go? He said, uh, there's no job placement at that school. You're not doing it. So, um, okay. but yeah, that was the kind of, the, that was the start. But then eight, yeah, 21, I started going to the school, uh, CCW. Then I just went to, I, mean, I don't want to say I got a real job, but you know, everyone around me insisted that I do something to support the family. Because I got married 2002. Uh, so I've been married 18 oh, years, wow. uh, going on 19 here. Hopefully that's right. Hopefully I don't get yelled at later. But, um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I got married at that time. And then, so I put that on hold. I actually went to do IT. I, uh, I went to MicroSkills, the trade school up in Miramar. Uh, so I went to computer certification school. 
I did that while I was working retail at Nautica. Um, but yeah, I did all that after after the pro wrestling stint. So I did a lot of jobs along the way. So uh, did you did you get any matches under under your belt, or were you just you trained and then kind of fell out? No, the two mat the two months there there, and then once we got up to you know back you know come up to like 2016 battle you level up. Um, I actually worked with Gus in the nightclub, and that's how that kind of came together. And okay. I was like, oh, dude. You gotta start a wrestling school. If you start a wrestling school, I'm there. So, and then I was, and I was there. You know, I was, and that's when I started training again. Uh, never got a match. I mean, I I did a match once at the Jolton Joe's venue one time uh, at on a Rumble. Um, right. That was about it, though. All um, right. I, cool. I did a special guest referee. I knew I was a, I was a terrible referee, but so what? I mean, which it, it's fine too, man. Like a bunch of people start training and they fall out. It's no big deal. Yeah. You know it. it the shit's tough. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the shit hurts. Yeah, it's no, that's rough. what actually stopped me the the last time because I had like I want to say it was a high ankle sprain. I was hurt. Yeah. Um, and I always got hurt. You know, I was always hitting my head. I was I don't know putting too much. I was never one to protect myself. I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was I had a really high ankle sprain and that's kind of I couldn't run. I couldn't do much. Um, but I never went to the doctor because I didn't have insurance at the time. So that's yeah. what that's kind of what really got me into the production side of things. It'll heal itself. Yeah, it's that's what I was hoping. Um. Okay. So now you're 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 in. The production side, you 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 have your own promotion, promotions. Um, how how'd you get into that that part of wrestling? Um, well, I mean, with uh with everything happening with COVID and, and wrestling, I mean, well, I mean, I guess all in all, the first promotion I started was the the hybrid pro, the 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 weed promotion where we went to Kush Talk and we did the festivals and things like that. Um, I mean, it wasn't really mine, but I was a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just about entertainment for the festivals, the entertainment aspect of it. Um. I really didn't think about having everything else. I mean, the school was always something I wanted to do, but I thought the school would kind of handle itself. So I was like, all right, school's handling itself. Promotion's handling itself. Let's go ahead and add another element to it. Let's do a cannabis promotion. That way we can do these cannabis events. Because uh, we would go in there, and there's a lot of people just kind of standing around, walking around. You see the same guy like 20 times getting free samples. Let them watch wrestling. Let's entertain this crowd, and let's get a chance. And then when we started going to shows, we were getting you know cannabis sponsors, throwing stuff in the ring. Um, you know, we had some cage matches at Kushtok at the Nas Center. Um, so that was that was the, the cannabis promotion. And, you know, it was we kept pushing it because there's just a marketing aspect of it where all these cannabis brands have a huge amount of budget for, for marketing They're You know, and it's a new way to be seen. Yeah. You know, and, and it's things because I think when I first brought these to the when I first brought this to, you know, everybody in, in the wrestling community, they're like, it's a gimmick. You're kind of doing a disservice to the game. You know what I mean? We're not a sideshow. We're the main show, you know, but through this, I hope that, you know, people see that we're, we're slowly becoming the main show. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, Mandalay, if, if we're going to be in Mandalay Bay. Travis Barker's going to be there Friday night. I know we're going to kill it Saturday and Sunday night and Travis Barker's going to pop for us type of thing. Well, okay. Uh, first of all, we're going to talk about this Mandalay, Mandalay Bay thing, but you're, you know, it's very interesting. Um, these these companies, these cannabis companies, they have uh, sponsorship uh, or they have uh, marketing budgets. And yeah, if they can't go any other routes because of, you know, certain rules or whatever, that's great that, you know, you have an opportunity to, to present them like, hey, if you want to market your stuff, this is what I have, you know, and, and a lot of them are like, hell yeah, man, we got we can budget that. Okay. Um, so that's pretty cool, man, because, hey, man, this is my idea, right? Marijuana is legal, right? It's it's legal. It's just as it's just as legal as alcohol in, right. in the state of California, at right. least, and in however many other states. Right. So, I, I don't. Whereas back in the day, I think the stigma is still there with marijuana, but it's going to eventually phase out as we get you know. You'd I, hope. 
<laughs> I think I think it is. I think it is. Um, it still blows my mind that we can go into uh, a dispensary and buy weed, whereas you back in the day would have to like keep it on the low, yeah. a little hand to hand transfer. Yeah, you know. I think I only bought like a dime bag once when I was a kid from my <laughs> friend for a trip to Colorado to go snowboarding. But, um, you know, it's just very interesting nowadays how, how it's like, and you go into these, uh, these dispensaries and they're, they're legit professional businesses. They're clean. They have employees. Everything looks good. It blew my mind when I, what I had, I went into one, uh, years ago after it, uh, had just passed. I was like, I, I got to go into one of these places just to see it. It blew my mind. Right. It blew my mind, man. You know, considering it, you took it from like, you know, back alley, alley drug alley. <laughs> exactly. And, and you look at it; it's a professional. It's professionally done. It's it's a it's a business now. So that's cool, man. So let's talk about the, the Mandalay Bay. You brought this up. Uh, you you sent out a little uh, tweet or a, a Facebook post, something like that, saying, you know, that there might be a Mandalay Bay show in the future. Is that still is that still in the works, or is it like, hey, man, we're we're doing, you know, what what's what's up with that? If you go to the budtenderawards.com, you'll see that Canna Pro is listed for two shows, Saturday and Sunday, Mandalay Bay. Um, we're we're there. Sick. We're, we're in there, and um, we're we're talking. You know, it was I've I've been talking about it for a while, and to the people up close, but I didn't want to get let the word get out because you know it, was, it would have been a huge disappointment if we didn't lock it in. Oh, yeah, gangster, and even gangster. still, it's still a possibility that we'll end up at Versus. You know what I mean? But yeah. at the same time, Mandalay Bay really wants something there. Um, the Bud Tenders really wants us there. I believe it was interesting. So, you know, we did that Glamour show, right? Okay, uh, yeah. On March 20th. And we're out in the desert, middle of nowhere, you know, and like, what are you going to do this ring, set up the ring, set up this show in the middle of nowhere. We're out there and they're doing these helicopter rides out in the middle of nowhere. And all of a sudden this girl walks up. She's like, Norris. And I don't know who it is, but, you know, super cute, super hot. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah, sorry. I hope that's all right. But whatever it is, but that's real shit. But, uh, either way, but and I didn't know who it was. I'm like, just like, well, I don't know, <laughs> you know? And then I'm, like, I'm Amanda from the Bud Tender Awards. We were in the Zoom and he was like, oh, so legit, someone from the Bud Tender Awards showed up at Glamis to get a helicopter ride from this this bar, the Boardsmanville Trading Post, this random bar in the middle of nowhere, saw us wrestling, saw me walk away from the wrestling, and just like after we had a great show when we had crowd there, everyone was into it. And she saw, this is this is amazing. I'm all, you, so you saw a match? And she's like, yeah, I'm all, we're going to do this in Vegas. You know what I mean? So it was crazy that she was there. And there, I mean, they invited me to the camp and everything like that. But it, it was really crazy how it just all happened. It was like we were meant to be there. Um, you know, a lot of things happen along this way that it's just like, I can't stop, you know, and yeah. little things like that. It's just like, got to keep going. So I think once that happened and then she's sending, you know, Snapchats and, and, and social media back to her group, like, look, I just saw Nords, look what they're doing over here. They're going to do this at Mandalay Bay. So they're, they're pumped up for it, you know? And, um, so I feel like we're locked in no matter what, you know what I mean? Like that. So it's, it's us, it's, it's ours to lose. Uh -huh. And, you know, I mean, it, it's tough because there's so many people out there kind of like, you know, wanting to get in where we got in, you know, as soon as we hit them up, I'm pretty sure 10, 20 people hit up the Mandalay Bay. It's like, oh, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? And, you know, I, I, it's, there's so much information, so much, so many gigs out there that we, I want to announce, but the coast isn't clear yet. So I still got to kind of keep things close and keep things tight. But yeah, Mandalay Bay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, what's funny is, you know, you and I both have a uh, nightclub backgrounds, you know, and, and actually we know kind of a few people in that industry. And I've, you know, I know a bunch of general managers in the San Diego area and like by the beach and all that where they have locations with uh, venues, the size that could fit a wrestling ring. And I'm always like, Hey, you know, we can put on, I can get you into, I always tell these general managers like, Hey, I can get you in touch with somebody that we can put on a show here. And it's always kind of a hard sell at first because 
they're not sure. They think like people are going to get hurt, obviously, right? They think people are going to get hurt, which there's always a chance. Um, also, they, they don't understand. They think wrestling's like, oh, it's for kids or something like that. But then when you do go to a, a venue like a bar or any place that, you know, like fucking love it. has alcohol <laughs> getting served or anything like that. Fucking peas and carrots, man. I can love it. Alcohol and wrestling go hand in hand. And yeah, hey, let's throw let's throw uh, let's throw marijuana in there too now. So, so once they see, you know, somebody like the the the, the young lady you were just talking about, when they see it in action and the response the response that it's getting from the crowd, it's an easy sell. After that, the pro the hard thing is just trying to get it in front of that person that you're trying to pitch it to, just trying to get it in front of their eyes because it's hard to tell them without it around like hey listen uh we can run a wrestling show here you know blah 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 you're trying to pitch it but unless they're there looking at it and seeing what the the, the crowd reaction to it it's a hard sell right. it's a hard sell so it's you know you got to run wherever you can i mean you went out to glamis at like some pizza joint right yeah well it was a, a bar in the middle of nowhere oh is that what it is that was a bar but the the pizza company dang brothers pizza thank you again uh, they 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 drive they make pizzas and fire trucks would they put ovens on fire trucks and they drive these fire trucks to wherever they're doing events at. That's fun. So yeah, so and yeah, they they provided a great show and they were a huge part of of why this all happened. You know, Dang Brothers Pizza and and Manda, you know, butt stuff, super awesome showdown. Thank you very much for that show. But the um, you know, you you got to do what you got got to do to get the get the word out. Right. And, and, and that's not just the word, but you want to get the visual of, hey, this is what we offer. This professional wrestling, you know, it's fun. Kids love it. Adults love it. It brings them back to their childhood. You know, it's all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, man, just keep grinding. Keep grinding on that stuff. It, thank you, uh, thank you. It's tough, but eventually it'll just start selling itself. And yeah. that's what that's what you're looking for. But uh, hey, man, you got a busy weekend coming up. I got a busy weekend coming up. Let's talk about it a little bit. Yeah, that's right. So Friday night. I believe that's uh, what is that the sixth? I believe that's right. The sixth. second. Is that the se- Oh yes, I'm sorry. April second. I'm, I'm way ahead. Friday, of- six p.m. That's Level going up showcase. Red tier. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> I, try to, I, I try to do every job in the game. If you don't know, I really, I'm really excited to do any job that comes up. So Only if it comes up, I'm not going to put myself in there. We're going to have a Level Up show on Friday night, and uh, this is gonna be this is gonna be good because. So it's going to be in the back uh, parking lot behind the Level Ups uh, Pro Wrestling School. And uh, we got all the uh, the COVID, uh, uh, what is it, uh, protocols, protocols in place. Um, your wife, Bones, is a certified uh, COVID specialist, something like that? Yeah, licensed infection nurse with a certification in COVID prevention. And she knows her shit. Yeah. I talked to her. She smartened me up about this COVID stuff because... You can't trust anything you hear in the media, unfortunately, because you got two different, you know, you got eight different stories on one subject. So it was nice to have, it's nice to have her as a resource. Um, and she, uh, you know, she makes sure that we are uh, compliant in the, uh, in the COVID area. So let's go over this, this card for uh, Friday night. It's going to be, let's go, let's go. Sorry, guys, I'm, I'm looking for it on my, uh, my phone real quick. Uh, let's see. You're going to have, uh, this is gonna be a funny one. Casey Douglas. He's going one-on-one against Shinobi. Anybody know about Shinobi? Not very much. Nope. He's very mysterious. We're going to figure out what he, who he is on Friday night. Then we're also, so this is two students and, uh, this is gonna be exciting to see what they, what they can do. 
It's gonna be a one-on-one match against Cameron August, who I, I wrestled uh, with against one of our uh, on our one of our IWTV uh, shows for Level Up. He's gonna take on Leo Canito. So they're gonna go. These are two students that have been training here. Uh, Cameron actually trained up at Land Storms Academy for a little while, and then came, I think he came here for school or something. But it's gonna be interesting to see what they can create as far as a match and see what they can see what they can do. So that'll be nice to see. What else we got? We got a, a one-on-one match. Jordan Cruz against J2 Juan Mattioli. That'll be another match. Some meat slapping there. Meat slapping. There you go. And let's see. I uh, I will be taking on Sexy Fab. Yep, sexy Fabricio. This kid. Won't go away. Keeps getting one up, one up on me. I don't know what. He's, he's got a horseshoe up his ass. What can I say? So, anyways, I think that's all the matches for Friday night, unless I missed one. Isn't uh, we got the debut? Robin Shaw facing Rebel Storm. There you go, Robin Shaw versus Rebel Storm. This will be Rebel Storm's debut, I believe. Yeah, unless I'm wrong. Ass kicked. I mean, but, uh, he keeps on getting his ass kicked. So let's just hope he makes it. I mean, he's been putting <laughs> in more work to make it to the to that day. So Robin Shaw's a big man. Yeah, yeah. Robin Shaw's been kicking his ass. On IWTV, so it's gonna be a hell of a test, a hell of a test for uh, for young uh, Rebel Storm. <laughs> All right, and uh, let's see. That show starts at six p.m. Yes, indeed. And it, it's gonna be ten dollars, and uh, it's gonna be here behind the Level Up uh, Pro Wrestling School's uh, building in the back parking lot. So pay attention. Social distancing, masks, temperature checks, all that kind of stuff can be taken care of. All right, let's move on to Saturday. Big day for Norris. What do we got, Norris? For all of us. For all of us. I for should share this with all of us. Yeah, but I think you're going to be stressing out the most. Oh, we got We the team has been growing well. So, I mean, the, my stress is on the production side. Are, are we going to be able to show this to the world? You know, I mean, I feel like shit every time that you guys have these great matches and they don't. They're like hidden. I wonder if people are like Norris is just sitting on that content. Like, what is he doing with it? But no, I just man, I I, yeah, I can't botch another production. I can't ruin it. All right, so let's go over the uh, the first show. This is the four o'clock show. Am I correct? Yes. All right, and the name of the promotion again is Dulce de Lucha. All right, start it off. What's that first match, Norris? What, what's the first match? Who's who's gonna be kicking it off? Kicking it off with uh, well, I mean, you know, cards subject to change, but as of right now, we got El Primo Genio versus DTF. Now, that name, El Primo Genio, sounds familiar. Do I, do I know this person at all? Yeah, the wrestler formerly known as Hyde. All right. It's going to be interesting to see. Cause he, so he changed it up a little bit, changed the name. I'm sure he changed the gimmick a little bit. I like uh, the man formerly known as Hyde. I thought he was great back then. I hope to see something new out of him now. Yeah, the fans loved him before, so I'm pretty sure they're excited to see him back. So he's been a, you know, he's been on a long hiatus, but you know, a lot of people have. So. And he's going to be going up against uh, DTF, Darren Troy Fable. Yes. I believe that is. So that's going to be interesting to see that. I hate him, but I love him. I, I hate him so much. I, la- I love him. There you go. It's a love-hate relationship. All right. What's that second match on that card? We got the Sexy Things versus Hustle and Muscle. Uh, who is? Can you break down these these tag teams? Who are they? Yeah, exactly? Sexy Things. We got Wild Things, Leo Canedo, and Sexy Fabricio versus Hustle and Muscle, Alonzo Alvarez, and Vinny Wasco. Now, Alonzo and Vinny, some of my homeboys right there. They've had my back before. We've uh, we've uh, had some. Uh, we, we we had a uh, tr- uh, six man tag at the old uh, Ground Zero promotion that will be coming back hopefully pretty soon. 
So uh, it's good. To, and this is going to be good for Leo and Fab because one of the biggest steps when you finally debut is take, is is working with guys that you don't know. Right. You know, a lot of uh, promotions, a lot of wrestling schools will pitch, uh, will uh, will put their uh, their students versus their students, right? Or maybe their student versus the trainer. And once you step out of that box and you start wrestling guys that you don't know, that's where it really tests you. Because, hey, man, if, if, we, if we came up wrestling together, uh, I kind of know what you do. You know what I do. Same thing with the trainers, right? I basically will train these guys to wrestle how I want them to wrestle, right? They're like, they're perfect for me. But when you wrestle somebody that you've never stepped in the ring before, you never locked up with it before, that's where the real tests start kicking in. You know, like, hey, you've had the cheat codes. Right. Now it's time to really play, you know, right. and, and see if, see if you can hang. So it'll be, I'll, I'll be I'll be interested in watching that. And then uh, what else do we got? Anything else? Yeah, we got a little spot there. We have a little, um, Ruby Ray is going to come out and say hi to the Dulce de Lucha crowd. Dulce de Lucha with some pinatas for the kids and see what's up. See how that goes out. Oh, yeah. uh, we have a lot of love thy neighbor involvement with this event, too. So we're excited to have, you know, uh, give back to the community. Excellent, man. So uh, Ruby Ray's will be in attendance. Yes. And then uh, I believe uh, myself and Devin have a match. Yes. All right. So we're going to be taking on the team of Jack Cartwheel. Yes. And Rancho Ran- Camacho. Rancho Camacho. Two young guys up and coming. I mean, Jack Cartwheel with the Lions Cup winner. Uh, Rancho Camacho. I saw him at um, over at Glamis. And he, he, you know, there's very young guys, but I know that they're going to bring the energy. So I'm excited to see, uh, see you guys work with them. Excellent, man. So. We'll see how Devin does in that match. It's been a while since Devin stepped in between the ropes. It's going to be interesting. Devin in the lucha. <laughs> there you go. Now, uh, we have another. This is a three-way match you got going on? Yes. Well, who, who's that consist of? It's going to be Fidel Bravo. That's SoCal Crazy. My old lucha trainer. And Mr. Iguana. Hilarious. I've, I've, I've gotten to witness Mr. Iguana in person. Laughed my balls off. Hilarious. I, uh, I love his gimmick. This is... It'd be a hell of a three-way. I'm guessing a lot of lucha in this in this uh, in this match. Um, that'll be another good one, man. Really interested in that. Now here we go. The main event for uh, De Luce Del Luce. Dulce de Lucha. Dulce de Lucha. I'm gonna get a button. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. This is gonna be a good one. This is gonna be a hell of a test for Parker. Or I'm sorry, Jordan Cruz. Sorry, messed him up. It made me feel better because I just said shit happens. All right, tell me about that match. Yeah, Damian Sesay versus Jordan Cruz. Uh, I, we're going to call it a hardcore street fight. Uh, that's all I can say about that. I, I know they're all going to I know they're going to bring the, they're going to bring it. What's up with these uh Southern Bells, Hunter and Jordan uh stepping in uh they're they're they're, they're uh they're hardcore guys now. Well, they they want they want an opportunity. I mean, maybe because Parker saw Hunter do it, so he's like I want to go for it down too. So <laughs> maybe maybe something like that, monkey see monkey do, but um I'm pretty sure Damien doesn't want to let the same thing happen last time. I can't wait to watch that. That's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be good for uh, for Jordan. Um, maybe bring out another side in him. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, this is the thing, man. You want to every every time you step in the ring, you want to learn something. Hopefully, hopefully. So I think this is going to be a big learning uh, learning to uh, experience for uh, for Jordan Cruz, and and I'm excited to watch it. Excited to watch it. Now that's going to be at four o'clock. Yes, um, that's the window for that event. And uh, you know, all the COVID protocols are still in effect for that. Yes, and we'll have a lot of good stuff going on. We'll have food. We'll have jumpers. We'll have um, vendors from the Love That Neighbor community. Oh, so nice. Come on down. 
Excellent. And now that's going to lead into the Canna Pro Show tonight. Or not, sorry, that night. Uh, let's talk about this. This is a big card. You actually brought you brought in some cats where I'm like, holy crap. All right, here we go. First match of the night. What, what, are, we, what are we looking forward to? Like I said, subjects, card subject to change. But first match, we got Stoner Bros versus Big, uh, Biggie Biggs and Rob Shit in the Iron Lung match. Uh, or it could be called the Blunt match, but it's called the Iron Lung match. You can't win until the Blunt is out. So you can hit your finishing move. If the Blunt is still burning. You have to keep going until that Blunt is out. Very interesting. Very. I'm actually. I'm excited. I'm excited to see the Stoner Brothers. Uh, I've watched some of their uh, stuff from up there at Hood Slam. Um, I think it's gonna be fun to watch. Uh, and he doesn't smoke weed. Who? What? You don't smoke weed, and you think it's gonna be fun? Oh well, yeah. Of course, it's gonna be fun, man. Uh, Rob Shit. He's in the match. Greatest name in pro wrestling. And uh, yeah, it'll be good stuff, man. All right, what's that second matchup on there? We got Hobson versus Juan. Now, I got a question for you. Aren't these two tag team partners? Hobson's on some on some ish right now where he's just, he wants to be the alpha male of, of level up, and he's going to step over everyone he can, looks like. So it looks like he's trying, trying to step over his tag team partner. I don't I mean, Hops put I don't on feel like that. I don't know how much longer he can last. Hops put, up all, put all that muscle on, and now he's too big for his britches, huh? Yeah, he, he, you know, he, thinks, he's, he thinks he is level up. So, all right, all right. Excellent. I mean, I, 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 real shit. He did. He did come up with a towel, but you know, uh, I'll give him that. He did come up with the towel. He came out with that like in the second match with the level up towel. So he, he did. He did invent level up, but you know. <laughs> all right, excellent. Uh, this next match. This is gonna be interesting. This is gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to this. You want to tell him about it, Bones? Yeah, you got Sweet Robin Shaw versus Ruby Rays. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't know how many uh, intergender matches uh, uh, Shaw's got under his belt. I've only got one, and it's with uh, with Ruby. It was one of my favorite matches to do. It was so much fun, so easy. It was like a nice uh, change of pace, I guess you could say, as far as like it just gave me something new to work with as far as, you know, like you, don't, you know, you got to be, you got to get a little bit more creative when it's an intergender match. Am I correct on that? Right. Um, so yeah, I think Shaw's gonna have a lot of fun. Like I said, Ruby last the 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 match I had with her was was one of the funnest matches I've ever done. So uh, hey man, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing that. Excellent, excellent. I mean, especially Shaw. Shaw's been working hard. I mean, getting everywhere, doing helping out over here as well too. So I mean, he has, even though yeah, he's he's an asshole and I can't like him, but he's he's making it hard. <laughs> now Shaw came down to San Diego and uh, man, he's been putting in a lot of work here. I know he's he's here almost day and night. It feels yeah. like. Yeah, he's he's been of immense help. But that's good, man. Good for him. All right. Next match. What do we got? We got Mr. Iguana versus Remy Marcel, new Nevada State champion, in the pound on a pole match. Wait, who's who's the Nevada State champion? Remy Marcel. Oh no shit. Yeah, he just won on Saturday night. Good Where at? That glamour show? Uh no, FSW. No, this is not my title. No, it was, a, it was it was it was a, another it was a FSW promotion in a show in uh Get the fuck out of here. They had a show Saturday night. Remy won it. Yeah, Remy uh, over Hyperstreak. Get the fuck out yeah, of there, here. It was there was a ladder match. There was Jordan in a four way. Um, I I saw it and I was trying to get in the last minute, but I don't know what the COVID rules were, so I didn't want to push too hard because I mean I'm pretty sure it's just tough time trying to get these shows going. So I don't ever want to bug someone about getting in, getting in, getting in. Just check it out. But I didn't see a link for tickets, so I'm pretty sure they were. I mean, it was a great card for for TV, so I'm pretty sure they're pushing it to their, their network and their subscription. So yeah, something that we all need to do in, in independent promotions is have a have a website and app and and 
content constantly pushed out like those guys. Well, I did not know that about Remy and uh, for him to. So he was he worked uh, Hyperstreak. Yes. Who I love. Hyperstreak is a great dude. Awesome wrestler. I love his gimmick. His his mask is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. And uh, that's good, man. Now, is there a uh, is Hunter Freeman on this show? Yes, he is. All right. Hunter Freeman is on the show. Who's going to be who's he going to be taking on? He's going against Cam August. All right. All right. Fearless Cam August. And excited because Cam, this is going to be his Can of Pro debut. He's uh, very young, but I believe that he wants his opportunity. He wanted to kind of show his teacher what he's all about. That's good, too. I'm glad to see that. All right. Uh, and then I, I, I'm in a match. Yes. This is going to be a first time match. It's going to be myself and uh, Bad Dude Tito. So I'm looking forward to this match. Yeah, super physical contest. Super excited for this one. I know, um, I mean, to me, this has that that big fight, like Las Vegas feel. You know what I mean? So you're putting a lot of pressure on me now. Dude. Okay. <laughs> Mike, hey, I hope, I hope that happens, dude. That's what some guys say as soon as they see the match cards. I'm like, oh, shit. Dude. What'd you say, Adam? He said, you're his warm-up for Bloodsport. I know, basically. So. Uh, all right. And then the main event for Canada Pro, what do we got? We got La Rebellion, Amarillo, and Metro now that- Wolf, and Bestia. That's uh wait did um did um uh Mecha Wolf change his name again? No, oh, okay. uh, I mean I, he no 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 La Rebellion Amarillo. That's just the the, the Rebellion yellow. Oh okay, I thought, I thought then, said, so Bestia and Mecha Wolf. I thought you said Lucha Wolf. Oh oh, I was about to say that's another fucking sweet name. Why does this guy keep cranking out sweet names? I mean, he, he has Lucha puppies, which are pretty cool too. So yeah, well, first he was Mister Four Fifty, which yeah. I love the name for some reason because it's like, well, what's your gimmick? And it's like, well, fucking take a guess, asshole. <laughs> And then, you know, he had Mecha Wolf and I like that was sick, too, with all his gear and stuff yeah. like that. And so I thought you just said Lucha Wolf or uh, Lucha. And I was like, dude, that's another sweet name. Anyways, uh, so they're going to be taking on the team of Doomfly, Eli Everfly, the California Chronic Champion and Delilah Doom. Excellent. Excellent, man. So. Two good cards. Thank Got some you, people t- pulling double duty that night, too. I'll no, be just, one of just them, too. Just I mean, Mr. Iguana, because he, I mean, he's out of town and I don't know when he's going to be back. And I mean. You know, he'll be in the triple threat on the first with the Dulce de Lucha. And then, you know, ideally, I know Devin hasn't been around. So I, I imagine he's going to take most of this work on the tag match. Oh, Devin's I mean, going to be doing... I, I think he would want to be seen with these these kids that are out there, you know. With, Devin's like going to be doing so much work. Dude, I, bump, 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 beat, 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 hit the ropes. <laughs> I guarantee he won't make it. He'll powder and be doubled over. Maybe possibly throwing up. Adam, you want you want odds on this? What do we yeah, got? <laughs> would love it. And then uh and then Devin <laughs> just keeping the trash can. Sunday the following day Devin and I will be up at championship, so it's a it's a it's a packed weekend for me. And uh we'll see what happens. Since you won't have a promo where you're looking for Devin, so I found Devin. Uh, hopefully Devin shows up. Hopefully Devin shows up. But yeah, man. Uh guys, please where where can they go visit to uh check out uh the information, ticket prices, all that kind of stuff. But we, we do look at Facebook or is there uh, best place is full spectrum pro wrestling.com. We do have a website. You can get tickets from there from both events. Uh, but you can also on the can of pro show, you can go to event which is a cannabis event ticketing platform. And then for the Dulce de Lucha, you can go to Eventbrite and get the tickets from there as well too. Uh, just in case you're not so sure about the website or if my website goes down, there's other ticketing places to get it from as well, too. And tickets are available at the door, but if you buy your tickets online, there are some sweet raffles that are in there. So buying your ticket online automatically enters you into the raffle. Excellent, man. So we got a full weekend of wrestling. I am guessing I'll probably have at least five or six matches this weekend, so I might be dead. 
Monday. Adam, if you want to call and check on me, I'd appreciate it. I'll be flying on Monday, but I'll certainly give oh, you a shoot me a text. Kid. I'll give shoot you a call from the air. Shoot me a text. Uh, that's our, Adam. Where are you going to? I will be going to Tampa on Monday. Uh, is there is there something going on out there? You know, I heard there's a big event, uh, the first uh, large wrestling event in the last year and a half. So I figured I'd stop by and check it out. You know, excellent man. Might say hi to Dom if he's there. Which looks like, look like he's going to be on the card. So, did you, uh, did you get tickets yet? Yeah. Um, how was that? Pretty pretty simple, or how did they do that? Like, uh, it's pretty easy. You have to buy the tickets in pods, basically. So, it's pretty awesome. I'll be in this like whole area by myself. Oh no, shit! Yeah, this sounds like the greatest WrestleMania. It sounds of all great, time. and like I bought. You can buy the <laughs> tickets one day, or you can buy combo. And I saved like a ton of money buying two days. Like I spent more going to one mania one night than i have going to the one that's two nights now okay they're running a two night event yeah, saturday and sunday how do you how do you feel about that um i as someone who's gone to a bunch of these i like it because there's a point at every one of them where i'm like all right let's close up shop for the night boys uh-huh. where it's you know the last one i went to in new york like it finished at like two in the morning ridiculous and then i had to drive back and it was like a two hour drive to get back to where i was staying and it's like, you shouldn't have, do that. Like, finish up one night and then you do the next night. And, yeah. you know, people can go to both or they can go to one, you know? Now I got a question for you. You've been to multiple WrestleManias, right? Yep, been to every one since 31. That's been that's been live with good. crowds. And now, and and Devin has told me he's been to a couple. And told yeah, he me went with me to the one in Arizona and the one in New Orleans. And he said he, like one of them, he said he basically like, Got like drunk. He was hammered before the pre-show yeah, was. Yeah, he was hammered done with. before the first. And he was hungover, went off. He was hungover for the main event, basically. Yeah. Um. Now, I wonder if the two night thing is eventually going to get kind of old. Whereas, like, I'd rather just have one big, ow show. Yeah. Rather than like a two night event. And I think they feel that way too because they haven't committed to it past this year. Really? Yeah. I I mean. The reason they run so long is because they do they put too many matches on the card or they put too many matches on the card. I think they they've had a long thing run. the last couple of years where they feel like they got to put everybody on the show, which I like as like you know for the the boy, the girls and the guys like I like that they're all getting a chance to be on WrestleMania. Uh-huh. But at the same time, there's like points during the show where you're like, like there was the one in Dallas I went to where it was like literally six hours into the show. And it was the year The Rock was hosting, and he came out, and I was like, "Well, this is going to be a twenty-minute segment." Yeah. And then it's Triple H and Roman. That's going to go thirty minutes. I'm like, "So I'm going to be here for another hour, and it's already midnight." And it's just like, it becomes to the point where you can't enjoy yourself as much because you're like, "This is going on too long." There's been so much I didn't care about. But yeah. Maybe they're trying to prevent some of that independence because all the shows are running like you know yeah. nonstop. They're yeah. like, "Well, there's a show Saturday night." Let's just run Saturday night. Let's just break it up and get some of that money. You know, you know it's weird that they like if, if that is the case. It's like, man, you're not to, sh- not to shit on the indies, but just to be like, like, well, yeah, the, the money's already there. Why not split it up? Yeah, but it's like you're WWE. You're the WrestleMania. You're the reason. You're the main event, right? Yeah. That whole weekend, like, yeah. let these, you know, other little promotions, you know, crumbs, right? The thing about it, all those promotions are making crumbs yeah. compared yeah. to what WWE is making that weekend, <laughs> and they're so. making money because that's what's happening that weekend. Like, most places aren't going to run these shows on a Friday and Saturday in Tampa if yeah. WrestleMania's not there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, exactly. like they're running because WrestleMania is there and they know people are going to be there. Yeah, there's not going to be as many people this year as past years because obvious reasons. There's 25,000 people, I think, a night. So 
usually that's almost tripled combined for like a full night. Like, but yeah, like I, I don't have a lot of plans other than Mania while I'm out there. I might, there's a bunch of baseball games I might go to, but you know, getting into Florida right now, like with the way like these theme parks are, they're like, everyone's like, yeah, they're open. Like, but yeah, you have to make a reservation like three weeks in advance just to go to Disney world or to go to universal studios, or you have to pay like an absorbent amount to go. Like there's no chance of me going to Disney at this point because everything is sold out for those two weeks I'm there. Basically. Yeah. By the way, if there's ever a time to go to Disneyland or Disney World, it's right now. Because Absolutely. Could you imagine going to to those theme parks where it's only, what, 25% yeah. capacity? You'll get all the rides in. Let's think of how exciting it is for, like, like, I'm flying and, like, on my way back, like, I'm flying Delta that has still the rule of there's no one sitting in between you. That sounds great. Like, <laughs> and like, And then when you go to the event, like the WrestleMania, like I know I'm in a section by myself where there's at least three or four seats between me and the next person. And I'm like, as much as I hate the let the last year's been, what it's done to a lot of people, like this is like kind of nice. And like, yeah, yeah, of course I'm going to go to this because I don't like sitting next to random people who are just nudging me the whole time. For hours. For for hours. hours. And that's the other part of going to these things. It's like you sit there and like, if you're not an aisle seat, you have to like get everyone to stand up and then they give you looks sometimes like, Oh, this guy's going to the bathroom again. I'm like, yeah, we're six hours into this show. Of course, I'm going to go to the bathroom again. There's few things greater than realizing you have your own row on a flight. Oh, I'm so telling great. you, it's you walk up and you see like, or you know, at the, the time the this, the the uh, flight attendant closes that door and then the announcements come <laughs> on and you're like, get the fuck out of here. I got my own row. Hell now, yeah. Are you bitch. an aisle guy or a window guy? I'm a window guy. Okay, because I was going to say because if you're an aisle guy, the the best strategy for avoiding people getting in your row. Is as they're coming down, just stare at them <laughs> and give them the impression that you don't want to sit next to me. Trust me. You're having a really bad I think, day. I think Mike's great at that. No, yeah. not at all. Mike could give a good glare. Yeah, dude. Mike was like, didn't want someone to sit next. I think if Mike just, even with, with the mask on, I think Mike's eyes would send the signal, don't sit next to me. Well, some no. of those photos, I'm very nice. Um, oh, yeah, we know you're nice, but I'm just saying some of those photos, those wrestling photos. But they don't know you're nice. Because, they, yeah. You're just a guy on a plane with a beard. It's a. What was I going to say? Yeah, I'm a window guy. I wonder, like, I just like looking out the way. Like, I usually fall asleep on flights, yeah. but I also just like having a view of, like, what's going by and, yeah. you know, what are we above? Um, Actually, it was the last time I, f- I flew, uh, coming home from San Di- to San Diego, we, there was that huge fire going on out east. Okay, yeah. And we flew right over that motherfucker. It was, it was incredible. Right. Absolutely nuts. I got to see that stuff. That was from Vegas, right? That's right. We were yeah. coming home from Vegas for the uh, the the show out there. Yeah, as a tall person and a fat person, I much prefer the aisle because I can just stretch my legs out at certain points when I know oh, the stewardesses aren't coming by. Interesting. Just like, <laughs> just foot on because because yeah be, yeah I'll do that from time to time. Like if I'm like I need to stretch, like rather than getting up or sitting in the because you know, planes have been around for so long and I don't understand why they haven't figured out why don't we make these the, like the gap between these seats a little bigger for tall people like. Can you imagine what it was like for the big show to fly every week? Like, that must have been awful. Oh, like, yeah, I'm sure it's a nightmare. Unless he's flying first class, which I'm sure now he is. But uh, My wife has the incredible superhuman ability to fall asleep at takeoff and I... wake up right when we're landing. How, I'm so jealous of I'm so jealous of people that can sleep on planes because I can't. I never get, like, good sleep on no. I, I'll fall asleep, but it's never that good sleep, you know? Because so. you're going to have that one, even if it's not, like, a big turbulence, it's that one jolt the plane's going to have at some point that just wakes you up, and then you're like, well, now I'm up. Yeah. And you were almost there. I used to like reading on, on flights, too. 
but then uh like every place or not every place but every airline has you know either like the app to watch movies on your phone yeah. or in the the head the, the headrest ahead of uh, above you or in front of you so uh it's kind of like well what am i gonna do read or watch a movie let's watch a movie you know that just seems it's a little bit easier yeah i've gotten to the point where a couple of years ago i bought this like portable like outlet thing that i just stick on the floor if i charge the night before i can have my laptop run the whole flight Beautiful. without my battery dying which is the big problem it's like yeah you're on a five-hour flight you're Computer's probably gonna die at some point. Just like the good Lord intended for you to like watch the good a movie. Lord intended, yep. Exactly. Last time I was on the flight, I, you know, I started the flight with someone next to me. I woke up and they were gone. So, I, just, <laughs> you know, I was I was sleeping hard. I, Where'd I, they go? I, <laughs> my mask was soaking wet from my drone, but yeah. Oh man, that's funny. Bones, you ever been out to WrestleMania? No, I've not. Neither have I. So I'm hoping to go out to Tampa though. I'm really hoping to go out that weekend. I mean, I know I have no business out there, but. See, see what it is, because, I mean, it was supposed to be out here this year. Yeah, I know. I was really excited to do to be, something yeah. with um, with some groups and, you know, have a venue and do 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 that Wednesday, Thursday, Friday thing. So that's, you know, 2023. It was supposed to be last Sunday. And then COVID said, suck a D. Nope. The whole scene's happen. been reset. So, I mean, it's, I mean, I hope no one, you know, anyone that lost anyone or, you know, had to, had to struggle, you know, you know. You know, sorry, but same time for for the scene and some some industries have been like a hard reset. Oh yeah, across the board. So Big super time. excited. What else is going on in the wrestling uh, scene? Is there anything like cool, fun going on? I haven't really paid attention too much. Uh, any new uh, any any huge uh, releases or anything like that? Uh oh, there was a really interesting uh, interview with Andrade that happened last night. What Did was you that? Really that? No, uh, it was kind of his like post WWE interview where. It, couple of noteworthy things he said were uh, apparently Charlotte was taken off WrestleMania because the WWE told her she was pregnant. Oh, like uh, like a like like a like a work. No, like they told her she was pregnant because something came back in some test that said you might be pregnant. Get the fuck out and of here. Then, uh, and then I guess they got COVID right after that, after they proved that she wasn't pregnant. And now it's this whole mess. And it's, it just seems like it, he apparently was cleared for three months and no one like Vince and Triple H had no idea that he was cleared. It was it was a <laughs> it was an interview he did with uh, Hugo Savinovich. So it was like it was Spanish, but a bunch of people translated the interview. Uh huh. And it was just it was just like one of those interviews. Like, do you remember? It was like six years ago when Punk did that podcast with Cole Cabana on like Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, and there was like a lot he of like, stuff. He like crashed the internet or like whatever. Yeah, yeah. like even the doctor ended up suing him because of that. It was kind of like that, but at a little bit of a smaller scale. Uh huh. Because it was like they tried to ask him questions about Charlotte and he's like, I don't want to talk about that. Like, cause she's still there and yeah. he doesn't want to ruin her spot. You know what I mean? And I agree. I, I get it. I get it. But yeah, it's, it's, it seems like there's a lot of disorganization there, but that's so here. So he was medically cleared for three months and, and the top people didn't, yeah, didn't know that. Apparently triple H and Vince had no idea he was cleared. <laughs> so that was the reason they didn't use him, and they didn't really go into it. But you have to think that when, Zelina Vega got fired. That was part of him not being used to as some sort of punishment for that. But. Interesting. Ah, dude, that guy's going to go kill it somewhere else. So, you know, I'm sure he can go back down to Mexico and just make tons of money. There's plenty of opportunity for him on the indies and all around the world. He's going to be good to go, yeah. man. He's, Did you see a... the new uh, IWGP title? No. It looks awful. Oh, really? It's terrible. Why'd they do that? Uh, because uh... <laughs> I saw it, but yeah, I didn't know. Because Kota Ibushi won, he unified the Intercontinental and the World Title. 
Oh, really? So they decided to get a new belt. And I'll see if I can find the picture on my phone while we're talking here. But I did send it to Devin this morning. Let me see this thing. Huh. I mean... It looks like the old Divas title. It does. <laughs> Mixed with the Fire that, Pro logo. That's the first thing that jumps <laughs> in my head is the old Divas. Like, just the... Uh, it's just the the shape of the, of the plates. Yeah. It uh it kind of that's the first thing you think of. All right, all right. New belt. Have you seen it, Bones? Yeah, I saw it. I, saw it, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't get. I mean, you're like almost a historian with that stuff right there because I couldn't. I didn't have any you know comparisons to it. Yeah. Like, it's different. And uh, I just saw the outrage from people. Okay. Matt Riddle had a pretty hilarious botch on Raw last night. I don't know if you saw that. No, what did he do? He was just in the middle of a promo, and he literally looked at the camera. He's like, I forgot what I was supposed to say, and he just walked away. <laughs> he just, because he's doing a promo with Asuka, and Asuka just, just looks at the camera and just starts walking. Like, Wait a minute, so this was live? It's it, it was the equivalent of we're live, pal, with Sid. Get the fuck he's out He's talking about here. a promo. He's like, yeah, they got, belt, they got scooters like this in Japan. And he's like, yeah. He's like, I forgot what I was going to say. Bye. And he just walked off the screen in the middle of a live promo. And I'm like, I guess that kind of fits his character though. Right. Cause he's yeah. kind of like that got that stonerish kind yeah. of character. Right. So it right, kind of yeah. fits, but also that's the problem, man, with giving like these, these wrestlers, the strict lines, yeah. right? Like they say basically like in the WWE, like you're told what to say. You can't really go off script unless like you're a certain kind of, you're a certain person, right? Yeah. But, you know, you got to build up that trust, but you got to remember, man, we're not, we're not professional actors. We're, we're, we're wrestlers. That, yeah. There is a sense of acting in what we do, but we're not the kind of people to remember lines and all that kind of stuff. We, we remember spots, yeah. <laughs> you know, we remember finishes and all that kind of stuff. So when you give these guys these lines and they're using words that they would not normally use in their like everyday, you know, vocabulary, you're fucking them. You're yeah. fucking them. Because now you have to remember a match. Now yep. you have to remember a promo. Yep. Now you got to remember how long your match is going, how long the promo is supposed to go. Like, yep. It's giving guys a lot of stuff to think about. And that's why, you know, back in the day, obviously, you know, people fucked up back then too. You just mentioned Sid. But still, if you just let them, you know, just run it off the top of the head. Like, hey, this is what we want you guys to talk about. You know, here's the bullet points. Go have at it, you know. I think that's a lot better. And yeah. you'll also get more personality out of those wrestlers. Rather than them, you know, it's almost like I, I tell uh, I tell students, if you have such a spot heavy match, you forget the in betweens, right? You forget after a slam, how are you going to act? You know, like what what's the right scenario? How are you going to uh, how how are you going to portray your character during that time in between these spots? Whereas if you have too much, you forget that aspect. All you can remember in your head is what's the next spot? What's the next spot? Well, whereas you're not in the moment you know the, the less you have planned the more in the moment you can be whereas if you have too much planned and it's all in your head you you can't you can't stray from that because you're you know your mind is so wrapped up and what's next what's next yeah whereas you don't you don't remember hey what's going on right now yeah. in the match um that's just kind of something i noticed when i when i started dumbing down my matches as far as hey Let's not have as many spots called. Let's more work it in the moment. Yeah, uh, that's just something. I you're and you're one of those people that you'd rather plan on a match the day of rather than plan a match out for like a couple of weeks. Like if you know you have a oh, big yeah. match coming up, because I know there's some people I know that plan out matches for a whole month, and then when they do the match, like you can tell because it looks super robotic. 
yeah when you do it when you plan a match out for an entire month it's like i could tell that you've been working on that for a month it's like a choreographed dance like it looks like a choreographed dance yeah and wrestling is not supposed to look choreographed like no it's supposed to look reactionary yeah you know so yeah man that's just my that's my tip of the week for wrestling the less you have planned more in the moment you'll feel and you'll be able to react to it that's why you're the number one boss uh i don't know about that but i had to go to you for approval for approval for Oh, you don't shirt. So. Oh, for this, for this. For this yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your El Numero Jefe. It's like, it, <laughs> it, it basically, I'm the boss, right? Yep. And then, uh, you know, you're like my right-hand man. Yep. And then Dan, he's kind of like the, uh, what would you say, like, uh, what, what is it? You got the general manager, and then you got like a senior. Dan's like a senior manager. Yep. Right? And Devin's an employee. Yeah. Devin's one of our employees. And basically. he will absolutely love to hear that. Yep, that's he it. He will love to hear And it. by the way. I heard you guys talking about me on Devin's podcast last. Talk about week. you every week. You fucking cock. What did we say? I, I forgot. I well, do four podcasts really, a week. I forget half the shit I it's say. It's not really you. It's more uh, Hunter and Devin being like her, her Beavis and Butthead. But uh, <laughs> oh, when they were talking about the shirt thing the, again, the, the, yeah. the shirt thing, which is ridiculous. Like, listen, I'll I'll do whatever I fucking want. Yeah. And by the way, on those matches, look at what I did with the shirt. I may I, I incorporated it into the storyline. Yeah. Okay. I incorporate it into the storyline. Yeah. That's why I decided to, you know, wear a shirt. And then you'll notice I take it off when it's appropriate because yeah. shit's going to the next level. Right. And then the shorts thing, I'm going I'm to I'm clear this fucking shit okay, up. Right. Because I was curious about that. I showed up for a, ta- a level up taping. Right. Uh, we, we do it on Sundays normally. It might have been a Saturday. We've done it on Saturday one time too. So I pack up my shit. And I'm usually pretty good about like inventorying what's in my bag. And then uh, so I check it out and I'm like, okay, cool. I think I'm good to go. Get here. Turns out I forgot my tights. Right. So I'm wearing these uh, these blue Under Armour uh, shorts. Actually, I'm wearing them right now because <laughs> they're like my workout shorts. And I'm about to go do a workout after this. Um, I go, oh, shit. I forgot my, my tights. Now, here's the thing. If I had a long match ahead of me, you know, if like Benny was like, hey, we want you to go 10 to 12, 12 to 15, whatever. I'd been like, you know what? I got to go home and get my get my gear. Yeah. All right. So when I discovered that I did not have my tights that day, I even told I go, guys, I got to run home real fast and uh, and grab my tights because I live about 15, 20 minutes away. Right. And Benny just goes, why? You're in a squash match today. You're supposed to go like a one minute. And I was like, no, I, st- I still want to go get my tights because, you know, it's a professional thing to do. So Benny's like, yeah, do whatever you want, man. But it's a squash match. Literally, it was a squash match. I, went, I think we went like a minute and 30 seconds. I, wa- I was shooting for under a minute, but we didn't. I think I got a minute and 30. So before the match, I go, or before we start, I, I go onto my truck and I start driving off and I go, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> it's a one minute match. You know, it's a squash match. What the fuck am I doing? So I turned, I, I, you turned it right around and I go, and I walked in and I go, Benny, you're right. What the fuck? I have my kick pads, my knee, you know, my knee pads, all this kind of stuff. We can easily say, hey, this guy's not worth my time. I'm not even get fully dressed for this guy. Yeah. Anyways. And then fucking Beavis and Butthead, a.k.a. Hunter and Devin are like, ooh, he forgot his. Cool. And you cool. showed, and you wore Devin's shirt at Hollywood uh, out of respect. And this is the way he repays you. I'm telling you. Yeah. I do more promotion for Devin than he does for himself. <laughs> I can't remember the last time Devin posted anything on Twitter that wasn't just a response to someone else. Oh. Or just putting himself over. Yeah, that's that's true. Or just put fucking dick. He does he does like the approval of others. 
Anyways, I'll see him this weekend. I like you, yeah. Devin. Yeah, you'll you'll hear Devin next week, probably on this show. Yeah, yeah. So we're trying. It's, we got a big weekend coming ahead of us. I think we're gonna try and get some uh, record some interviews with some of the yeah. people that are participating. We'll see what happens, man. But I think we uh, just form a line outside and take like a ticket. When you go to a deli, it's like, who's up next? Yep. Come on in, sit down. You get five minutes. You have five minutes with Devin and Mike. You get to ask them questions if you want. Q and A. They, with... they can ask us questions. Yeah, exactly. Q and A with Camden. Just they, like whoever's wants to sit in can ask Devin and I. They're questions. picking your. They're picking your guy's brain. And exactly. We'll just like hold ask court. A wrestler. Ask a wrestler. We'll just hold court. It's a virgin. It's a meet and greet. Ask a wrestler. It's a meet and greet. It's a meet and greet. That's exactly oh, what it shit. is. Everybody gets one question. One question. That's it. All right, man. Is there anything else we got to put over? Anything like that? You want to bones? Uh, you want you want any questions or? Oh, uh, we actually did get a question pretty late on the oh, recording. Here we go. Uh, Fow asks if you were given five million dollars to open a small museum, what kind of museum would you create? Uh, let's see a museum Star Wars museum okay yep I guarantee that'd be money what I mean do you like put like a like a historic museum in no I mean so so what you would, you would just have like stuff from the movies that yeah. you put in the museum basically and there's so much like there's so much storylines you know like yeah. you have like what the old republic yep. you got all this stuff you could you could throw so much shit in there yeah you could come up with a lot of stuff for sure I'd do a Star Wars museum what about you? Lucha Libre Museum. That's We're already thinking too. about it. I was actually talking to one of the students, Adrian. <laughs> Remember Adrian? Um, Sal- no Cell Salas? Uh, I'm sure if I saw him. I really uh, well, he was one of the earlier ones. He has a lot of... His grandpa uh, was oh, yes. for a long time. His grandpa, and so he has a lot of artifacts, a lot of original stuff. And I just reached out to him to kind of see what we can do to make you know Dulce de Lucha more authentic. And who knows where it's going to go. But I already have a place for this museum. so Or this wing, if, it, if we get a wing. God damn, you got a museum? No, I'm I, saying I have a place for it. We already have an idea. We already, know, we already know who we're going to pitch it to. I just already... thought this was a question. No, it turns dude, out it's a real fucking deal. It was just a question, but it always goes that much more. He's like, it. this is a question, but to me, it's actually something I've been planning exactly. and thinking about. Yeah. Like, So you, 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 a Lucha Libre museum, huh? Yeah. I mean, we have, cool. I mean we, we have good resources close by. Hell and yeah. We could, and the, the market that I'm looking at is really untapped. Yeah, I was gonna say I might, this might be an ignorant question, but are there many? Are there any or at all Lucha Libre like museum type things? Yeah, they're called uh, Lucha Libre Tacos. There's two of them. Yeah, no, I, yeah. <laughs> I know of those, but I mean, just like an actual museum. I'm not sure, but I we won't push it. Yeah, it's one of those things where if you can't think of it right off the top of your head, you're like, well, then it's or probably Lucha Libre it's Hall probably of Fame, a good market. You know? yeah. Maybe a Lucha Libre Hall of Fame type of thing. I just saw a Cannabis Hall of Fame that they're gonna start on 420 this year, so. What is that? I don't know. I think Seth Rogen was like the first nominee. <laughs> and Interesting. So, really? Seth Rogen? I yeah. would think Cheech and Chong would be first yeah. if you're going to talk about. Uh, yeah, that's it was an Instagram post. So it was like the sixth. But you know, Tommy Chong, they probably want to get paid. Those guys are like the godfathers. Yeah. Dude, yeah. yeah. You can't have a Hall of Fame without them. But it's, it's a very new thing. So I'm pretty sure once they get a couple people on board, and like I said, it could have been a stalking like Seth Rogen nomination. It was just an Instagram photo. It wasn't like Seth posted it from his page. It was more like. This new startup yeah, company started, posted it from their page. Yeah, like, oh, we nominate a big old Rogan. company, I think. So, he just started a big weed company. But, Seth Rogen did, I think. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Adam? If you had to start a museum with five mil, what would you put in there? Uh, probably be like a Yankees museum or something, which already exists. They, probably, they got one. It exists, but that's what I would want. That's like a, if you're talking about like a museum that you would spend money that that's obviously you're assuming that you would want to go to this museum. Yeah. So like, that would probably be it for me. 
If you put a Yankees museum in San Diego, you're going to lose money. I wouldn't put it here. You're going to lose money. No, I know I'll lose money here. <laughs> but, hey. By the way, uh, opening, opening day. day is coming up for uh, the Padres. Yeah. Love it, man. They're going to have some fans there. Actually, I think uh, my wife already got us some tickets for next Monday's game. So I was go. looking on StubHub, and the tickets are actually not that bad if you really? wanted to go. like Even on like as soon as like Friday, the tickets are really cheap. Like a Friday night game at Petco, like you would assume those tickets would be crazy. Yeah. But they're really not. So, you know, hopefully I'll go to a game this year too. I want to go to a few games. I want to go to a box. few games. We need a level up box. Sorry, I'm too far. I know I'm too far. You can actually get sweets. Yeah. My mom gets sweets really? at the Padres sweets every single year, and they're really not that rotate. bad. Every once in a while, get yeah, here you guys go. You know what I mean? Here, there's four guys go. The Padres, they're gonna do something. They're they're gonna do it real big yeah. this this season. If you got uh, you, you're a sports guy, yeah. Adam, you're you're very you keep your ear to the to the to the streets when yep. it comes to sports. Major League Baseball, who's the front runners to uh, take it this season? You know, the Dodgers are always in it. The Padres are, but. The Padres are in it too. MLB released like a tier of like three of like top teams, and like the Padres are in the same tier as the Yankees and the Dodgers. Oh, the Yankees are are, are fitting to. Uh... Oh yeah, the Yankees are always in it. Yeah. They always have. They added some pitchers that are, oh, if they're healthy, they're easily going to be a hundred win team, make it to the playoffs. You know, they're, the Yankees are always close. They've injuries have just kicked their ass the last couple of years. So yeah, it's. I would love to see a Padres Yankees World Series just. Be because fun. I could go to one game, you know, I could go to a game here. Like I would, I would pay money to go to a World Series game if it was the Yankees involved. Plus, like, could you get two teams further away on the opposite side of the yeah. of the country, right? I think that's like that's that might be about it, except for like Seattle, what, Miami, and Seattle. Yeah, Miami, my, you know, my Miami and Seattle would probably be the one that is. But they ain't going. They're not going. No. By the way, you know that Seattle is the only team that's never been to a World Series. That doesn't surprise me. I looked that up. Somebody asked me that question, and I was like, I don't know. Let me see. I was very surprised to hear that. Seattle. And that's sad because there are teams that have only been around for 15 years, and even they've been to World League. Exactly. Diamondbacks, the Diamondbacks have only been around since 1999. I remember when they I remember when they, they won the first one. Yeah, Not too long afterwards. Too. Not right. too long. Was it against the Yankees? Yeah. That's <laughs> right. I remember listening. I was actually at work. I worked in the meat department at a grocery store in Ramona, and I had it on the radio listening to it because I was closing up. Yeah. The worst part about it is that was like the first time probably ever in my life where all of America was rooting for the Yankees because it was 2001. Oh, that's so right. Everybody was like rooting for the New York team. And I was like, this is never going to happen ever in my life again. And then they lost in game seven. And then the Diamondbacks were a real party pooper. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, cool. Thanks, guys. But yeah, me, me and Duke are going to do a podcast with Angelo Trinidad this week. We're all going to have uh, our baseball jerseys on. Excellent. It's opening day. Angelo, uh... Solid guy. Good people, yeah. He uh, helped bring me up to championship wrestling from Hollywood the first time, so appreciate that. Rode with him a couple times. Good dude. Be a good interview. I know him and him and Dan were uh, real close. They're actually roommates, I think, at one time. Mm-hmm. So I think you mentioned that, yeah. So that's probably going to be another two-parter. All right. So Excellent, like the Yuma man. one we released last week, part two. Yuma's always money. One I'm of my uh, so one fun. of my friends who listens uh, is a big fan of Yuma now. He heard uh, Yuma when he was on our show originally, and then he heard the the Duke. Uh, interviews Yuma man guys got stories for days good for him good for him don't understand why anyone would dislike him and there are people out there I don't I don't get it he's such a light even if you've never met him like it's it's different because I know him I've known him for like 10 years but it's like and people don't like him I just don't get like what do you not like about him yeah some people just don't gel yeah some people just don't gel 
All right, man. Well, I think we've been uh, flapping our gums for a while now. Start taking it home. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, listen to uh, the Hogs cast, the red and black. That's Devin's show every Thursday morning. Listen to uh, Last Word with Duke on Friday mornings every week, weekly. We're putting out weekly content. And uh, you can listen to us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, basically anywhere you can listen to a goddamn podcast. Yep. We on it. We on it. Uh, big shows this weekend. Saturday, uh, Friday night, Level Up Pro Wrestling. Uh, Friday night, Dulce de Lucha. I think I hit that right. You got it. That's going to be at 4 o'clock on Saturday. And then you have Canapro. Uh, starts at seven. Shooting for seven o'clock. Seven, seven, ten bell time. Uh, Saturday night. Yes. So it's gonna be a full weekend, and then uh, eventually you'll see Devin and I on uh, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Unfortunately, you guys cannot go attend those yet. But hey, check us out. Look for us on TV. Is there anything else we got to do, uh, Adam? No. Uh, Hunter's got a new shirt. Oh yes. Go check out Hunter's. Not a Hogsman shirt. I believe he put it on Pro Wrestling Tees. Yep. There's two logos. You have the uh, the purple and yellow lo- uh, logo, and then you have the red and black logo. So, Hunter, we want 10% of your sales, please. Actually, actually, you know what? We deserve like 90% of the sales, yeah. right? That's our logo. <laughs> they just He just put a, a goddamn strip of uh, a duct tape that says not A on top of Mike, it. Mike, if you want to sue him, I know people. No, I don't want to sue him. I just want to take his money. So you well, have uh, to sue people to get money. So Hunter, I think we're gonna need about ninety percent of your sales. You can keep the other ten. How about this? If you give them the percentage, we'll arrange a meeting with DDP that you wanted, <laughs> and we'll push more shirts. And we'll push more shirts. We'll promote more shirts. Hunter's such a guy right now. He because he like just discovered like DDP <laughs> yoga like two days ago, and now he can't stop like talking about it. Fucking jack off. <laughs> DDP yoga, and I was like, yeah. That's existed for a while. Like, bro, it changed my life. And it's like, you've been doing it for three days. <laughs> fucking, he drank the fucking, drank the fucking, uh, the punch big time. It definitely works. Oh, it does. It definitely yeah. makes you feel good when, especially if you're a wrestler. I'm sure it helps you feel much better when you're wrestling, but it has been around for at a least while. 10 years at this point. A while. All right, man. I think we're going to, uh, we're going to wrap it up. Bones, you got anything you want to, you want to pitch? Are you all good? No, we're good. Just want to see you this weekend at the events. You know, support local independent wrestling, and let's let's, let's keep making this thing grow. Excellent, man. Sounds good. Hey, uh, Bones, you know the uh, the sign off line? Yeah. All right, excellent. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want the tip, what do they got to do, Bones? You got to take the whole hog. Adios. Adios.